Good whatever, everybody. It's time for another edition of the Jaded Eye Film Reviews Podcast. World domination, the same old dream. Our asylums are full of people who think they're Napoleon or God. It's the Jay Did I Film Reviews podcast. <laughs> Good whatever, Jim. Good whatever, Alex. Which would you put yourself in? Well, I mean, I was going to say it's an obvious quote that relates to the film we've been to see today, <laughs> obviously, and nothing to do with, you know, my position on whether I should be allowed the ultimate say over life and death amongst people. Or just the who, French army. For example, <laughs> uh, you know, are in the queue ahead of us at B&M Home Bargains. Um, no, it's more about the film. And what a we... classy life you lead! World, <laughs> for world premieres and being embargoes ah. in the same day. Oh. Is that why you've got your own tux? <laughs> That's why I've got everything in the house. <laughs> everything in the recording studio. Yeah, de- most definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, no, so we're going to see the latest hmm. Bond film, the last Bond film before MGM was sold to Amazon. So uh, I'm looking forward to a, a remake of Moonraker are using their leftover um, space exploration right. for all those oh, NASA yes. contracts they didn't get. <laughs> Blue Star Origin. Is Jeff Bezos the new Bond? I mean, he, you know... Are we, are we ready for a bald he's definitely Bond? A, he's definitely a Bond villain. I think that's the way he's going, isn't it? He, you know, he designed a penis-shaped space rocket and he's rocking the latest Lex Are we not fashions. sponsored by Amazon Prime yet? Oh, damn. Um, I mean, the fine <laughs> selection of programmes. We... <laughs> <laughs> and you've burnt all those Netflix bridges. <laughs> so let's, you know, let's take from it easy. When they were here. love film. Anyway, anyway, so you're trying have to get we, away Have from we really it. been around podcasting since they were love film? <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid so. <laughs> since they sent you DVDs in the post. Um, was it a Bond film quote? Yes, it was. Is, is that good enough? No. <laughs> but you should be able to deduce by my twisted logic. Which oh yes, because I right, okay, right. Or what? You'll drop me in the shark-infested pool right. beneath your flat. Well, it, you see, th- here's the problem, and I'll admit it's a communication one. It was a tank full of deadly sharks, right? But also, I wanted, and I wasn't clear enough that this should be separate. A tank full of deadly acid. Oh, I see. So, so for I a see. very short I mean, period of it's time, it's a common problem. It's yeah. a very common issue. It was an extremely dangerous tank. <laughs> and 25 now, to 30 seconds? Yeah, there was a lot of thrashing. <laughs> and now it's still deadly, but mostly, let's just say, Curious, I could have saved money on the shark. Curiously, the shark butt has nullified the acid. So now it's basically <laughs> just a kind of it's off a, soup. It's, yeah, it's a slightly spicy soup. But, uh, I mean, the amount of sodium in it is deadly. <laughs> it's okay, fine. According so, to my doctor. Shall we get shall we get onto the trailers? Leo, you've got to tell me which <laughs> Bond film it's from. Come on. All think, right. think, man, think. Quantum of Solace. No, why would it be Quantum of Doctor Solace? Doctor No. Yes! A quote from the first Bond film <clears throat> to go against the last Bond film of the what non-Amazon era, I don't know. Of the Daniel Craig you see era at the, end at the of very Bond. Least. Is that how you're seeing face? 
You're being very final. It's the end of Daniel Craig as Bond. All right, I think, fine. I think. I mean, he said this last time, didn't he? He said, "If I ever do another one, you know, I'm only doing it for the money." <laughs> and uh, and here he is. I love this honesty, now. But let's uh, let's not let let's not let that cat out of the bag. Okay, trailer um, reel. So this was an eclectic mix, wasn't it? It, it was. Are it they, are like they unsure what they're going to release in cinemas at the moment? I mean, isn't it isn't it just that the audience for the Bond film is as as you know we remarked from the cinema today everyone in this country at least so they're just <laughs> scattershotting every film that's upcoming to kind of say i don't know maybe you've got kids maybe you like superheroes maybe just something to watch i i was kind of amazed we didn't get a horror film just in to complete the entire i mean set, but but then i suppose the adams family too but it's sort of it's quasi horror so you know we are into October now, and we yep. should be looking forward to um, whatever horror films. I mean, we won't see them because they'll be the usual stupid garbage <laughs> based on based on fraudulent ghost investigators, the Warrens, um, coming out in cinemas, no doubt again. But you would expect some. Do they not do trailers for horror? Do they just go? Well, it's Halloween. You're gonna watch a horror film, or you're never gonna watch a horror May, film. Well, Why should we bother? Hang on. Teasing we it? saw. We've seen a trailer for that um, Happy Death Day thing, where the serial killer swapped bodies with the young Ooh. teenage girl with Vince Vaughn. That was that at least was, one or two podcasts ago. So. That was Freaky, which was a Bloomhouse film. Yeah. Which is a so take we're not on that Freaky far Friday. away from. We've definitely had one or two horror trailers, but you're right. There's not a glut yeah. of them. I don't think you'd get them in front of a Bond film. No, put it that way. Because I mean, in terms of guaranteed cinema seats, a Bond film and a horror film at, at, at Halloween are, you know, these are the few constants that they can hope. Maybe for, they've surely. all been snapped up by Netflix. I mean, aren't they promising as a film a week still? Don't you mean uh, Shudder, the home for <laughs> horror streaming? Anybody, anybody, no, please. I don't. We what's, need the money. What's <laughs> Tell me more about this fire streaming service. <laughs> Come on, let's get on to the trailers. Okay, We've been yeah. waffling for far too long, and there's gold waiting to be unearthed in this. Is there? Okay, I mean, yes, there might be. Keep Who listening, knows? please. <laughs> the Adams Family 2. Ah, blah, blah. So have you seen the first Adams Family? Not not this one. I've seen the proper the one. Live a- what do you mean, the proper one? <laughs> the one with Raoul Julia. The live action one. Obviously. God, 1990s? Somewhere yeah, it must have been the 90s, because there was a couple of NES games based on it, wasn't there? <laughs> Festus Quest and the I like mean, this thing. seems more authentic to the original comics. If you say so. I think this is one that either either has completely passed me by or passes by everybody in this country. Probably. Because I think it is something that's is much ad- bigger where, in the US. Where did, yeah, where did we ever see it? You know? No, we just, I mean... For us, the monsters were always bigger than the Adams yeah, Family. Yeah, I think until so. The, until the Adams Family film came along in the nineties, yeah, yeah, I think for British audiences, the, for British audiences, the monsters was the one. Yeah, and the Adams was... Family never got the same kind of rotation, but it was basically the same thing, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, you know, as far as my cultural sensibilities go, yes, they're the same. Don't don't doubt <laughs> me about how they're different. And so, as a, <laughs> as a result, this one, you know, it's an all star <laughs> cast, I think, but it left me kind of cold because, I mean, it wasn't funny or. Good. I'm told that the first one was surprisingly good. Right. In, in a kind of great. you expected a car wreck and it was okay. As in for the Fine. budget and the you know and the quality. I mean, this it. looks like one of these DreamWorks throw all of the superstar actors against it y- and y- hope that'll yeah. draw people in, which but, I cannot believe is a marketable. And somehow keeps working. And somehow, isn't it that like the highest grossing of Adam Sandler's career is now the Hotel Transylvania <laughs> by a wide margin? Because um, they made about four of them, I think. Mm. Um, I mean, the, this is at least the first two aren't bad. Uh, I don't know about the last two, but the first two are all right. 
Okay, God, are there four of them? Yeah, I think so now. Four houses. So this is, of course, where we presumably the first film we were reintroduced to the family. The second film they go on holiday because, of course, they do. It's the seventies British sitcom <laughs> film format, is it? I think they all so. go on holiday to Benidorm. Yeah, basically. Oh, that's, this was the Grand Canyon in a forest. Yeah, they didn't go very far, did they? They went on holiday in America. <laughs> well, that's all you can do these that, days, isn't it? Well, that's to stay true. in your own landmass. Yeah, much safer. Um, so yeah, I mean. I get the impression it's going to be another series of vignettes and sight gags in the hope that they, barely coherent plot. Isn't that how these DreamWorks animations now? There was no evidence together? that there was a through line of great plot significance in the trailer. No. Let's put it that way. They were, as you, as we're kind of assuming, they were on holiday because there was a beach involved. No, no, but there was it. there was literally a, um, Gomez Adams saying this is going to be the greatest vacation ever. Right. And then they went to Niagara Falls. They went to the Grand they Canyon. They went to the Grand Canyon. Yes, that's true. Yeah, Cousin that's It, wanna... voiced by Snoop Dogg, uh-huh. arrived on a jet ski. Uh-huh. <laughs> that might be one of the easier jobs Snoop has had recently. <laughs> I, I suspect it will have been recorded sort of uh, without his knowledge. <laughs> Just, I mean, you know, it's Cousin It. Just whatever. Um, but otherwise, a lot of unrecognisable... Very, very big star names. I, mean, I didn't get anyone by their voice. It? No, not at all. I mean, if, if you're going to pay... Isaac, Charlie's Theron. You're going to pay the likes of these people and you don't recognise them. That's a bit... Yeah, what's the point? I Chloe Grace the name Moretz, on the poster, so... they think, works? I mean, it's never a bad thing having Oscar Isaac <laughs> in a film, but... <laughs> name one. We can, we can get on to that name in a minute. Name one. Oh, <laughs> right. We're going to have trouble. Okay. That's called foreshadowing. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bet Midler, Nick Kroll, Bill, Bill Hader. Bill Hader, familiar name. So it's a grab bag of big, big top names and, you know, SNL alums who are doing various circuits mm. of Netflix style shows where they scoop up Emmys and then. Took four writers to create the screenplay, good. two to create the story. That's always, always a, good a good sign. sign. Yeah, yeah, and the story coordinator, just in case. Wait. <laughs> there was a story coordinator for the Adams family goes on holiday. Apparently so, yeah. Wow. Michael Paxton. That is a job. Director, I want. writer, and producer. Really? What has he directed? Uh, I don't know why we're picking on the story. What was it? Story. Story organizer. Story organizer. Story Dion. Story coordinator. Story coordinator. Story ambassador. Is that because you've ambassador got four writers tales. and you have to go? No, no, no. Because he said yesterday. That they were going to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, and they're going to the beach. Come on, think about it. Now, I think he's actually a very high-priced lawyer. And he's the one who makes sure that exactly 25% of everything that each of them wrote goes into the screenplay so they all get equal credit and equal amounts of money. You think the writers on That's the Adam Family have the same deal as Vin Diesel does on Fast and Furious? <laughs> I think they're very litigious and they know how the Writers Guild of America assign credit. Wow. That's what I think. Wow, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Story coordinator. Who knows what you do, but according to Jim, you put the writers' names in order on the credits. <laughs> You you make sure everyone gets a fair credit and a fair crack of the whip, which Absolutely. might be the um, shocking lurches in tone. <laughs> Explained. <laughs> no, no, no. Should we move lurch, on to our second who was lurch voiced by? Even 
Is Lurch? I thought Lurch was a monster. No, he's the butler, isn't he? <laughs> you see, we're doing so. Do you know what? Probably don't listen to us about the Adams Family films. <laughs> if this means something to you, go for it. Conrad Vernon was Lurch and the spirit of the house. Classic. He gets a double credit. He doesn't look like I was picturing was the Conrad gingerbread Vernon. man in Shrek. For those who remember. <laughs> really? The high-pitched voice gingerbread man in Shrek. Is now playing okay. Lurch. Now that's range. That is is there, a, is there a wider range out there? <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis is in awe of this Pretty man. Pretty sure in one of the Shreks the gingerbread man got massive though. So maybe that's just what they <laughs> that was the only, That was the only reason. They were like, geez, this guy's got range. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. fine. Sure. I like it. We've heard your work as gingy. <laughs> and uh, we'd like to offer you the part of Lurt. We see you and we can see it. <laughs> so, question mark on that one. Yes. <laughs> trailer number, let's stick with the cartoons, shall we? Get these out of the way. We've already seen one trailer for this. It better be a Disney. But we still don't really understand it. This no. Encanto. I mean, either we don't understand it or we absolutely understand it and it's just not more complicated than the obvious. So we're introduced to the Mag- Madrigal family. All yeah. of whom have magical superpowers, apart from one of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's it. And that's it. Presumably, it's just an hour of them being really mean to her until they learn the meaning of family and then continue being mean to her. Is I that mean, it? they were certainly mean to her in the trailer, but mm. I think as we might have seen this one before and, and discussed that, in my opinion, there's, like, unless it's more complicated than it needs to be and would have to be to be something original, this goes one of two ways. It either goes, oh, actually, you don't need these great powers to be a great person you just need to believe in yourself or uh, it is that but then in the third act she suddenly has powers that we never <laughs> realised before giving the plot more interest for children but undercutting the yes, fundamental message of the morality <laughs> but the important thing about this or is everybody else loses their powers but she gains them so she's still an outcast ah. but at least she can fly so you're saying what act two of the Fantastic Four film switcheroo <laughs> is it <laughs> Which they did in you both Fantastic Four down films. Which ones? <laughs> they did the, the original Fantastic Four and Rise of the Silver Surfer. I'm sure they did a bit where people get... Because Michael Chiklis was sick of being in that makeup all the time. So they had at least a few <laughs> scenes where he suddenly got the human torches powers. and the human I do remember powers. that in the second one. Because yeah. didn't Captain America fight the Silver Surfer? No. With all the oh, powers. Oh, yes, with all yes. the powers. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Chris Evans. Yes, as Johnny Storm. Lost in the role. Um... Yes, but the important thing about this is that the songs are done by Lin-Manuel Miranda. More importantly, he doesn't appear to be in it or to have directed it. Also very important because as we've seen, he he has skills (laughs) and they are, as a phenomenal lyricist, in my opinion, um, a subpar rapper... And a terrible Ooh, actor. Zing. Yeah. Um, I, I love his songs. Uh, I think they absolutely shine in Moana. I think his lyricism is um, witty right. and yes. inventive <clears throat> and interesting. And his songs Just don't are ask him fantastic. to be a cockney chimney sweep. But yeah, yeah. Don't ask him to... like. It comes to something where an ex-professional wrestler can read the rap that you've written and do a better job than someone who claims to be, you know, at least in part a rapper. Um, but that did happen. And yes, he he, he he can be a poor Cockney chimney sweep. Poor in every sense of the word. Um, so, you know, stay in his lane. Yes, taking a by, back by, I'm not, you know, hey, look, he's he's 
incredibly successful and he can do what he likes. But I appreciate his work most when he's not in it. <laughs> because wow. Moana, Moana, hands I would list like I, I don't think I would have particularly seen Moana if uh, so except for the Dwayne Johnson. Any, why didn't we get any bits of the songs in this trailer then? If that's the big, do they think they can hold those back for the actual release and the name is enough? Yeah. It seemed weird to me that if the draw is. Lin Manuel Miranda's great song. I think that's the draw for Can't me. Can't we get a bit of the song in then? I think that's the draw for me. Yeah, but for kids, it's going to be. Yeah, but for par- you've got to attract the parents as well. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> the kids will kind of force you to go along, Jim. Or more accurately, be. But I mean, if that's a selling point, and mm. you know, why are they hiding at least any of the songs? Why not give us one song? Or well, one? you wouldn't. You wouldn't do "Let It Go" on the Frozen. No, trailer. but you might do whatever the first song of Frozen is. <laughs> well, like I know any of the Frozen. You might songs. do the second string songs of Frozen. You might do a song. Like, you might give um, them. You know, uh, <laughs> it, it's I mean, cold when it's snowing. Isn't I've, that one of those? <laughs> I've lost track of the amount of times I've seen Frozen and couldn't name another song from Frozen. Especially keep, keep not from the sequel. Keep a hold of it. Isn't that in the sequel? Keep a hold of it, yeah. <laughs> don't drop it. Don't, don't, don't let it go if we can make money off it. Um, weird 80s power ballad in the middle that's supposed to be... Anyway, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Forget Frozen don't, 2. If you're about to diss Let It Go... Then no, no, no. no I'm problem. talking about songs in the sequel. Oh, okay, right. Which includes fine. a very odd 80s power ballad, which is that supposed awesome. to be... It, it's supposed to be ironic and knowing, but is in no way actually ironic. It's just oh, right. blatantly it's, an 80s it's not power ballad. An eight, oh, well. I've yeah. Total it's, Eclipse of the Heart? Are we talking that kind of... It's very similar Ooh. in both tone and content, yes. <laughs> I might very have to similar. dig this out of the, my subscription it's, music package. It's the cheesiest imagine. Anyway... <laughs> We've drifted away from Encanto, Encanto Is it we? Disney or is it Pixar? No, it's Disney. It is Disney. Because yep. it looks like Coco. The, the Mexican Day of the Dead right. movie yes. from Pixar. Not just because this is a, a, a Southern American based or South American or um, um, Central, America? Central American based uh, cast or, or yep. story um, setting, but literally the character design looks a lot like Coco to me. Of yes. the humans, there was definitely a. There was, well, I, it's looked familiar and I couldn't mm. place where I thought. Are they, you know, where's that taken from? Uh, but yeah. Okay, yeah, Coco, and, it's a, that's a and, good and uh, weirdly, although Coco, a lot of the colour came from the world of the dead, there was a lot of colour in this, yes. which I think is fantastic to see. It was beautiful, it was bright and, and interesting to look at. I mean, but most because Pixar of that, movies are. Yeah. But this one is a, it's a very vibrant palette. You know? True, yes. We're talking, yeah. I mean, uh, I've culturally insensitive here but we're talking the kind of colours that they, they paint the favelas sort of um, <laughs> colour palette you know all over the place and it's beautiful move on? they look beautiful yeah let's move on Should and move so on it's the a... story of yeah a super powered family you look forward to watching it on Disney Plus um, oh yeah we'll get it do you think do you think they'll I mean everything will be there eventually that's the way it works so the question I don't think now, you'll get it day on date or well the question now is will they put it to premiere access or mm, will you just exactly. get it and I did I, this has got to be a cinema release surely otherwise they wouldn't be I thought it I thought it was yeah yeah I thought it was said to be in cinemas fairly soon because it's the second time we've seen the trailer so I'm not sure what the story is still like, November like you 26th said. oh quite a wait then a couple of months and that's way past um, mm. half term even so Getting I don't the know Christmas market isn't it not close enough really but because you, you know that'll be a month before Christmas mm. it's not going to hang around a month but oh, you never know. Maybe it'll be on Disney Plus for Christmas. A and, young Colombian girl, just to Columbian. set your there geography. You um, does what? <laughs> has has to, face... to face the frustration of all of her family being magical except her. 
And oh, she's right. the first Disney princess to wear glasses. She's a princess? There you go. Well, I mean, she's a Disney female character, therefore. Mm. She's a Disney princess. That's reductive. I think that's how it goes. Okay. okay, trailer number three. Our second musical, and... Oops, just closed it. Our second musical, and our second musical, where they seem embarrassed to admit that it will be a musical. This was, <laughs> this was West Side Story. And you know, this... maybe that's it, mate, because I, I knew... No, no, the trailer starts with her singing a song. The trailer starts with one line of a song. Yeah. <clears throat> and the trailer finishes with one line of a song. Yeah. There is no singing and very little dancing throughout the rest of the trailer. They are embarrassed that this is a musical. <sighs> or is Do this you... not a musical? Well, that's what I was going to ask. Because <clears throat> if, if, if they are... Is this the dramatic retelling of West Side Story? If they're cutting, this, if they're <clears throat> cutting the musical bits out and keeping the drama in and saying <clears throat> up front, this is Steven Spielberg... Uh, I believe directing again. Is that true? Uh, it or is, is he indeed. just producing? Because no, he no. hasn't directed in a long time. Directed by think. Steven Spielberg. If that's what they're doing in order to get people who wouldn't be interested if it was a musical, oh, I've really worked. First film since Ready Player One in 2018. Wow. Which, you know, let's not count that because of it sucking so badly. <laughs> um, it really worked with me because immediately I went, <laughs> oh no, it's not a musical, is it? And then it wasn't a musical and I went... Oh, this looks quite good. <laughs> and then I realised it was West Side Story, I'm... and they ended up going. I still think it looks quite good, right. though. There was definitely an air of we are not having a two gangs having a standoff. We're about to have a dance. <laughs> We're going to click their fingers in the street. <laughs> it in each definitely other. fell. And that'd be amazing if they've kept all of that in, but they never sing. <laughs> I mean, that would be mental. Just updated modern, like, you know, aggressive Yeah, they, yeah, they just shoot each other. But <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> clicking their fingers and slinging racial slurs back and forth. <laughs> no, no, we still don't fight, but we've updated it for these times. Oh, Stephen. Oh. It's very sensitive. It uses street language and everything. <laughs> I went and talked to street kids to find out what it is they do. And I wrote down the most frequent names they called me. <laughs> So you can't wait to see a classic retelling of Romeo and Juliet. I mean, once I know, again. like I, I know, Don't you I know, know how it finishes. No, well, I mean, only in terms of how Romeo and Juliet <laughs> finishes, right? I know West Side Story is a rip of Romeo and Juliet. I know it's a musical, and I hate musicals. And I know there's the street finger clicking nonsense. But I, there's something about this. I thought it looked. Is it just Good. Spielberg's name? No, because he did Ready Player One, so <laughs> that, you know, ET means nothing to me now. Um, oh, you take that back. <laughs> he should Slur. take Ready Player One back. <laughs> he should give back his Oscar after yeah, Ready Player One. Is that several of them? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ready I mean, Player One was worse than. No, I'm not even going to say. I know where your brain's going, but <laughs> this part of the podcast has been edited for <laughs> legal reasons. That's true. <laughs> so oh, I believed you out canceled. pretty close to Christmas again. Um, it doesn't. It didn't do anything for me. No, December tenth. Like the story of for those again, who don't I know. Again, I want a bit more. If it's a musical, <laughs> I want to know singing and dancing. Yes, tapping down. Is, is there too much escapes. to ask for in a musical? Got to keep the powder dry on that stuff. I don't know. Uh, I I oof, I could see myself going and see West Side Story. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Story of two star-crossed lovers, as usual, two gangs who own the streets of New York. Not modern, modernized, obviously from Romeo and Juliet, but mm, Jets what? and the Sharks. One was supposedly what an Irish I mean, Daniel Day Lewis's gang. Think, from... Don't think they called them that in this trailer. 
well, the, the, the internet device lists cast members as both Jets <laughs> and Sharks. Oh, okay. But, you know, hey, far be it from me. Maybe those are the two football teams. Maybe. I mean, Spielberg was involved in the Transformers films, wasn't he? Somehow. <laughs> right. So they could be the Jets. And then, okay. You know, the Sharks could be literal Sharks. It could be a um, like a, a secret, a sort of backdoor into doing the Street Sharks movie. Yes, that's another possibility. <laughs> All of those things sound slightly better than yeah. a non-musical West Side Story, but if I, it's a full-on musical, then I don't I'm know. more there for it. I, I was going to say it would be I, terrible. If it's a non-musical West Side Story, yeah. I'm out. You're not, not going to? No, I'm not no. interested at all. If it's an actual musical West Side Story, then there's something there. Do, are there famous you, songs oh, from That's what I was about no, to say. There, no. there must be a good song. Oh, no, I'm sure there are, but I don't know any. Do you? <laughs> Let it go. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. <laughs> and then the bit where Dwayne Johnson comes in and raps, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Is he a shark or a jet? <laughs> He's both. Wow. He's actually a shark at one point in Moana, but that's... Anyway. Right, okay. That's Maui. So so if the if it is a musical, are you in? I am, yes. Right. Because I mean, right. it's been so long since we've had a great musical in the cinema. It's a bit weird, musicals in the cinema. I mean, would it be the first one? You mean the first great musical in cinema? Yes, yeah. What would be a... Chicago's great? Disagree. <laughs> Les Mis isn't bad? Disagree. The singing is great. Mamma Mia. Disagree. <laughs> I can't back that one. <laughs> wow. I'm not mentioning cats. Chicago. Get out of here. Chicago's great. What have you got against not. Chicago? It's awful. It's badly acted. It didn't deserve the Oscars. <laughs> I'm amazed it got. This is turning into a very controversial episode, isn't it? And we haven't even finished our trailer reel yet. So, you, so, but if it is musical, I'm in. Happy? I'm going to give good. it a try. Yes. Good. If it's not, whereas you don't not, care. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel because I don't know the song, so I'm not going to go. Oh, what a shame! I'm missing this famous song. But I think you know, in, uh, more for me, if it is a musical, I think I'm still in. Right. Which that, that's expect. the key thing. Whereas you're you're in regardless. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah, it looked really good. I don't know; couldn't put my finger on it, but there's a real Spielbergian polish to it, and uh, I'm ready for that. I'm here for it. Fine, okie dokie, okie dokie. So let's p- play on with our trailer reel. Um, it wouldn't be a trailer reel if we didn't have a Marvel film. Soon, sub Marvel. Oh, sorry, I thought this was a Sony film. <laughs> Sony production. Spider-Man No Way Home trailer is yeah. that is in cinemas. I mean the same trailer that we've seen on the internet. So that everybody has seen on the internet, I, according I imagine, to the viewing yeah, figures. Yeah. Didn't it smash through the Avengers record? Really? For YouTube views or something? Crikey. So everyone we're speaking to has seen this trailer? Or the, seven of the audience? Yeah. The first of two trailers featuring Zendaya. Yes, um, that's true. This is the, the yeah, No Way Home, the latest Spider Man sequel from Sony in association with Marvel. The latest attempt to prop up the Spider Man brand by uh, adding useful popular characters from the MCU. <laughs> is that how it works? How dare you? Um, I mean the first one needed Tony Stark to be a hit. The second one had Samuel Jackson all over the posters, and this one has Benedict Cumberbatch. It's quite a simple formula. This You've got I mean, this kind of like C rate character that they keep trawling out. And they just have to put a big name star next to him Out to make day. it work. I, th- I don't think you can triple reboot a C-rate character. Thank you very much. <laughs> which, which version of Bond have we reached now? <laughs> Talk to Bloomhouse. I mean, that seems like my point, not yours, but okay. So yes, in this it follows fairly swiftly on from the end of the last Spider-Man film in which 
Peter's... Which, if you didn't bother to see the end credit, post-credit scene, you'd have no idea what was going on in this film. I know it built. starts with J. Jonah Jameson very explicitly yeah, doing... who only appeared in the post-credit scene of the last film. But he's not on screen in this trailer. It's just a big picture yeah, that's in fair. Times Square. I'm, I'm going, just saying that this guy. if you walked out at the end of the credit, when the credits rolled of Spider-Man... Homeward Bound, whatever it's called. Yeah, far from Home, yes. Spider-Man. yeah. Then you wouldn't know that Spider-Man had been revealed as Peter oh, Parker yeah, by true. J. Jonah Jameson. That's true. It's wouldn't. quite ballsy storytelling to rely that everybody has watched the post credit scene. Yeah, it's, it's, it's either bold or lazy. And, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think you can accuse Marvel of being lazy. No, but this is a Sony film, remember. And they are <laughs> very lazy. <laughs> we didn't get a Venom trailer, did we? No, Let There Be Carnage. Is that because it's out? No. It feels like it's out real soon. <laughs> oh, yeah, not. real soon, but it's not out yet. <laughs> they couldn't afford the money to put it on a Bond film considering <laughs> the number of eyes that are going to be on it. Um, yes, they didn't so, want that number of eyes on it before it was released in cinemas. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. So, so having Back been, to this B-rate character. Having been exposed for his real identity, uh, he's finding life a bit hard. I think there's a suggestion That's that he fair. gets he may interviewed be arrested, by the police. Yeah, Possibly arrested. Certainly most you see most of his close friends and family in police custody of some form yeah and so he goes to Doctor Strange and says can you do a spell so that this didn't happen and that's the dumbest bit about it and I'm having a real hard time getting over the idea that Doctor Strange was a rookie in his first film and then spent canonically I think thousands of years bargaining with Dormammu getting killed over and over and over again um, possibly like and that's why he's amazingly a great wizard now so that little bit in the film where he kept flying onto the planet, yeah. he was actually practicing a new spell every time. Supposedly. Right, okay. or, or he'd use the Iron Couldn't Agamemnon he also like, read to... books in his sleep or something during the first film? <coughs> he learned them a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I mean, That's a skill. Uh, it certainly <coughs> is. However, he seems to have gone back to being crap. Um, <laughs> because he's doing a reality-altering spell and, and as we're led to believe from... I hope that in the real film it won't actually be... Peter Parker keeps talking and so he screws up infinite universes right. at once. Yes. But it's certainly we're led to believe the in the trailer that, that you Peter are Parker the spell. has a couple of questions and Doctor Strange <laughs> destroys the multiverse because of that. <laughs> even after being explicitly warned not to. Um, now, see, all by one that... who just seems to leave the film. Well, anyone who's seen you know, the um, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings knows Wong has a pretty busy time at the moment. Sure, he's... has a lot of side hustles that he <laughs> needs to get to. It's... Or maybe he's spending all of that fine money he's won on a massive I mean, holiday. And so, Side note, was he? is the implication that he was rigging the fight with Abomination? Spoiler alert, yes. Right. Very, okay. very much so. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. You Why didn't get him explaining him that you need to pull your punches if we're going to make... You ah. can't just knock me out clean. <laughs> okay, okay, good, good. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Quite yeah, what well, so... Abomination's doing out of prison. Now that is definitely a plot hole. I'm sure it'll be explained <laughs> when he gets but his own film. Like Sony give a damn. About no, those but isn't, that'll be the thing though, isn't it? <clears throat> that'll be like them doing a Venom movie. It'll be Universal, it'll be right. Okay, so we own the Hulk <laughs> oh, solo right, okay, films. So we also own Abomination solo films. Marvel like, okay, go, yeah, go knock yourself out. Anyway, sorry, yes, yes. You're getting back to Spider-Man, boring stuff happens. And and then he's like, oh, Spider -Man, we know... Welcome we know. back all these old legends. Don't yeah. you love a legend special? Everybody's throwing back to the 90s. Why don't we throw back to the early 2000s? When else? The 2020s. Spider-Man, look, we, our films used to be popular and make money. <laughs> Spider-Man, everyone loves Alfred Molina. That is fair. 
in a very, very good Tron face, even if it's just one shot of Was the trailer. Was it really? I mean, there's no way he looks exactly the same as he did 20 years ago. Why not? What's like, he been doing? <laughs> Fiddler on the Roof, I believe, every week for the last 30 years. <laughs> but yeah, there's others suggesting that the credit box here suggests Jamie Foxx is back. Although yeah, you didn't electric, see him in yeah. the trailer. Which, I mean, that's bad. There's also a suggestion I mean, that probably, the Green well, Goblin Jamie, might be returning. Jamie Foxx, Green Goblin's got to return now because they did the laugh and the pumpkin right. bomb. And if you don't, that's... Does you that know, mean we're getting some more Dane DeHaan? I hope not, I'm afraid to say. <laughs> I mean, Jamie Your Fox, favourite actor who doesn't seem to work anymore. No, because of being awful at things. <laughs> Jamie Foxx is a great actor, but the role of Electro was badly written and executed so under a better writer he might do better right so I've hoped for it's that it's all the same it seems to be the whole right, same writing team who've done the previous two J.K. Simmons so. crosses over as J. Jonah Jameson in all universes <laughs> um, yeah Alfred Molina as, as Dr. Octopus and strong hints and suggestions that uh, the previous Spider-Man or at least Tobey Maguire will make well there's nothing in the trailer to mention no. that the only thing is but, that um, basically the, in the trailer, Doc Ock says hello, Peter. Yeah. So and it's whether he's talking to a Spider-Man he recognises or even a Peter Parker he recognises. Which conceivably in the multiverse there could be one where the Peter Parker that he knows is. Ah, Tom right. Okay. How very confusing this mm, multiverse is. Well, they know perilously little about it, so let's <laughs> just go screwing just with the whole thing. <laughs> apparently. I mean, that seems very Doctor Strange with me to me. Really? I have no idea what I'm doing, so let's just give it a go. I mean, this is, this is the guy who was told, destroy whatever reality. you do, don't touch the time thing. Oh, of course not. Right, away we go. I'm now just rewinding apples and rebuilding books. And Don't read <laughs> anything in this library. Oh, I'll just borrow a few books from here and steal them while Wong's listening to Madonna? Hey, oh, no, Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah. Goodness me, I've, you know, these popular artists. <laughs> Your cultural references are 20 years <laughs> out, yeah. <laughs> um... And more than that, we're just led along by the nose through nostalgia, aren't we, really? A little bit, yeah. So will this be better or worse than the other Spider-Man films? Ooh, which ones? Well, obviously the <laughs> Both great... of the Andrew Garfield ones, yes, obviously. <laughs> Those amazing 70s three, TV yes, shows. Spider-Man versus the... Uh, is it versus the Green Dragon? Oh, that something like that. Films? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Marvel. It's too big to fail at this point. It's going to be huge. Sony. It's got Marvel backing. Yeah. It's got Marvel characters borrowed from it. And it's still the same writer-director as have done the it last isn't two. It is, so um, I mean, it's going to do gangbusters. It's out very close to Christmas, and I think that might hurt it a little bit, think, rather than being a big summer release. Is, is, it? It comparing, is it competing with another Marvel release? I mean, it's got to compete with West Side Story, so... Does it <laughs> compete? 17th of December, I believe that's the week after West Side Story launches. So yeah, so it'll have be Christmas... Careful to itself I'll yeah. certainly be I think we, we didn't get a trailer for the for the Eternals that's due in November no and then we get Spider-Man in December so I mean we all keep waiting for the for the first big flop and I mean the Eternals has surely got the best chance to be that not No Way Home desperately I bringing back characters from bad films in the think, hopes that they'll be better this time I don't think it can flop that badly because Eternals has got such a huge cast that it's got to be costing so much more money. There's the risk, you know. So anyway, obviously, oh, but these are all. Ca- but I mean, this is film. all people on the, the third film, so their contracts are going to start to balloon. <laughs> uh, 
you know, Tom Holland's on what, like his fifth or seventh appearance. He's uh, probably blown through his original contract by now. Yeah, but Tom Holland is the classic, got nothing else going on in Hollywood, you know. <laughs> what are you he knows Didn't place. he make this weird film with the Russo brothers where he was like Did a, he? a bank robber or something bizarre? D- that, that, that Does anyone well. know? <laughs> yeah, the Russo brothers, a.k.a. in Marvel's pocket. You think they're going to offer him any more work if Marvel say don't? Uh-uh. No, no, no. The mouse owns him. Right. Zendaya's their biggest problem, but, you know... They could always uh, Gwen Stacy her out of the picture. So, uh, do you want to follow up that statement as to why? Are you saying she's a problem? Oh, because she'll be worth too much to cost. Right. Yeah, she'll cost too is much that money. after her next big film, which Quite is trailer possibly, number yes. five? Yes. Right, let's see if we can wake ourselves up. This Woo! is um, D- Dooney. Dune. 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 D- Dune. Dooney. Sandy. Dooney. So this is some Dune. like cheap-looking Star Wars rip-off. <laughs> Based on the based on the famous re- Return of the Jedi, that bit with the sarlax and the um, space yeah, that, barges. That bit with the sarlax is exactly <laughs> where this was ripped off from. The director of Blade Runner twenty forty seven and other navel gazing beautiful films that sometimes lack for substance and some coherence <laughs> comes uh, nothing but substance that is impossible to forge into a meaningful story. Uh, previously attempted back in the 80s with David Lynch starring... Yep. Um, with Sting? With, 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 that's all I, that's with, all I know yeah. about June 84, with, Sting's in it. No, no, no. You Surely you know that um, <laughs> the, the guy from Quantum Leap was in it as well. Sam Bakula or the other one? Not Scott Bakula, Scott, no. But the Sam, guy, Sam, the guy with he, the cigar who talks to Ziggy. Sam, Sam Beckett or Scott Bakula. They've yeah. become one and the same, haven't they? Al. Al, Al from, was in it. From Quantum Leap was in it as Dr. Right. Okay. Dr. Something or other. Um, can't remember his name. Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell is exactly the actor, yes. Uh, but no, and then famously, um, Alexander Jodorowsky tried to make it and kind of, I think they ran out of money. Kyle McClellan, yes. Kyle McClellan is, is David Lynch's... Brad Dorf? Uh, wow, what a... Brad Dorif. He had a great cast, yeah. I mean, you know, half great, anyway. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart he must have been young. Gurney Halleck. He Jürgen was young. He almost had hair. Wow. Yeah. So, um... So why are we remaking this shitty little film then? Well, because Dune was kind of a flop in its day. It's yeah. still one of the most highly regarded sci-fi books of all time. Dare I say, in my opinion, it is like Citizen Kane. In that if you read it now, same as if you watch Citizen Kane now, you'll go, I don't get what the big deal is. Right. But I am led to understand that that's because everything since has been derivative of Every film has been derivative of Citizen Kane. It introduced techniques that are so standard in filmmaking yes. now you wouldn't right. recognise okay. a film without them. And likewise in Dune, for sci-fi, it's the turning point for All me. sci-fi has big space worms? All sci-fi has gone down the route of being fleshed out and thought out and having these structures and powers and, 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 and things behind it. Whereas previously it was just pulp garbage that made no sense and you know it was like Star Wars. It was people who used to smoke <laughs> in space and things like that. And you know, anything could happen in the world but women could never be in charge or, or anything like that, you know. Um fifties kind of sci fi. <laughs> so I, I but however the big but for me and the and the problem I think not necessarily with the nineteen eighties Dune, which, you know, is always going to be a David Lynch film and why on earth you would give him the reins of the biggest budget you had when I'd love some of David Lynch's output but he has never even he's tried to be he's not you think be. of black blockbuster exactly and he it? never claimed to be and he no. was never going to be so it was madness to expect him to but then, deliver you know, that. that's what Marvel do these days 
They find who's made like the smallest, tiny little independent film and goes, right, come on, we'll do the action sequences, you film a couple of dialogue and together we'll make a big movie. Yes, but that's not what they did with David Lynch. <laughs> they gave him pretty much free reign. It's not what they've, sure, presumably that's not the, what they've done with Denis Villeneuve, though. I he don't must know. be able to literally do whatever he wants. Yeah, cause... yeah, I would say he would get... I mean, he usually, I think, you know, only works within those kind of agreements because his stuff, uh, it, again, is very... Like there's a lot of people that don't really like it, you know. Blade Runner twenty forty seven was a beautiful film oh, that struggled at the very dull. Office. And I thought it got by on its aesthetic alone, mm. but a lot of people did not, and I can't <laughs> argue that hard with them about that. Um but what I would say is this is the most interesting I've ever seen Dune. I've read the book. I mean, there are a million books now. Ooh, um, get you, Mr. Intellectual. Yes. I've read a book. Well, it Listen was hard going and kind of boring. Is that because it had words and not animated pictures There's a it? lot of mention of jihad, that's for sure. <laughs> Wonder how they're going to tackle that one, if I'm honest with you. There was you. a lot of mention of that in Bond films in the <laughs> 80s, so I wouldn't be so... Yeah, they were mentioning it as a bad thing. <laughs> and, uh, well, uh, Dune is more a movable feast, let's say, on the whole jihad subject. Um, and it, it's... Uh, the biggest problem I have with it is the main character, Paul Atreides, or, or I mean, it's kind of... Well, he is the main character. He's not the main focus of the story he's, for he's the our, first third, at least. He's our young... Timothy Chalamet, yes. Right, yes. The young, looks like the pretty young... boy. Don't yeah, looks really like he could be in the Maze him? Runners or the Hunger Games. Yes, I wouldn't guarantee he wasn't. <laughs> Except that it's like... a little while ago since they were made. But... That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if, um, if, if this was a young adult novel... Definitely, yeah. Is it? Uh, kind of. Okay, excellent. I mean, to the extent that Paul Atreides, the big problem I have with Dune is Paul Atreides is the biggest Mary Sue in the history of literature or cinema <laughs> he is immediately amazing at everything he does and we've just come out of a Bond film yeah he has no weaknesses <laughs> he's phenomenal he is literally the prophesied one which is who... weird because the trailer showed him getting beaten up by jo- by Joss Brolin and take <laughs> And Jason Momoa, in short order, or at least yeah, well, funny, you know, jokingly beaten up. That's why I'm hoping that you know they will do something to bring it, because if they don't, it is this. It is a a massive white savior trope. You know, he goes to the people of the desert and he masters their ways and leads them to a greater life than they could ever possibly achieve on their own. Whilst they all silently in their heads stare at him and say how beautiful and amazing and brilliant he is wow. and everything he touches. Even his mother is like, oh, God, this son of mine, he's so fantastic and amazing. He's like a super mega genius who's psychic and will... And, you know, spoiler, later books are called things like God Emperor of Dune, and they're not joking. Um, (laughs) But, so, that's not necessarily... uh, You know, don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. A lot happens in the life of Paul Atreides and his descendants between then and then, but... That's a problem. I mean, the big white saving thing is a problem, and the fact that actually it's as a an character un- these days... It's not an unfamiliar trope. No, but it is one that people kind of take umbrage quite rightly with yes, these days. very true. Um, and the story is sort of all over the place. Like, I think... Uh, it I've gets heard most... that this is one of these... Um, We've already planned at least two more parts I to it. I wouldn't be surprised. Because, you know, Lord of the Rings style, I don't think they've filmed the whole thing. I think mm. they've 
filmed one, but everyone's locked in to make more if this one is successful, which is... I wouldn't be surprised. Makes it sound like it's not going to be a coherent, finalised story. All I'll say is, they will have to, in my opinion, they will have to make some fundamental changes. Not many, maybe, but they will have to make changes to the story for it to be coherent as a singular narrative, which it doesn't have to be. But again, I think it'll end up being messy and unfocused if it's not. Which was fine when you were just interested in the backstory of all these different... Right. Oh, yeah. she's from this all-female religious sect that are psychic and do these things. And, and that was then interesting because... In can't you then have a chapter on the background of those people? Whereas in a film, you're just going to have to see them and then move straight on. Uh, you move straight on if you're going to keep things moving. Yeah. You, you go off on a tangent if, you, if, if you're maybe going to... Maybe if you're making a TV show, you could make an episode about them. But you yes, can't do it in exactly. a two to three hour film. Exactly. So, well, and it's due out at the end of this month. I think it are, looks terrible. There is, I think it looks beautiful. Um, but there are so many massive... Like, A, there are a lot of characters. Mm. And, and they do all sort of have their threads. But most of them are irrelevant to the plot, to the main plot. And again, back in the day, I think that was interesting. Is that, that you because actually... most of them aren't Paul. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but in the book, they're still given a reasonable amount of, of story. But then and again, that's this classic kind of you've got to streamline all of that. It, you? But they may or they might not, mm. especially oh, okay. if they want this to be the jumping off point, because they've got big, big names in some of these roles. You've got, you know, Oscar Isaac, you've got Stellan Skarsgård, you've got yep. Josh Brolin, Jason Momoa, Javier Bardem. They're chock full of every, you know, every top star uh, filling. I would say they're minor roles. They're minor roles to the, the in terms of relevance, but they're fairly major roles in terms of the time they get in the book. Yes. And it's one yeah. of the things that annoyed me about it because most of them don't really have much point. <laughs> but I think at the time, the idea that they had a backstory rather than just this is about one person and see, they're amazing a, at everything, which, which is a bit more was, unique, was yeah. revolutionary. Whereas it was, now it was that interesting. Just sounds like you know. Whereas now that's <clears throat> unfocused yeah. and would be better served. In a miniseries, in a, in a, you know, in a, I mean, I think they, I may be completely crazy. I thought they'd done a Dune miniseries as well that took on more of the books, like maybe in the 90s or. or, or okay, like that. you're not confusing it with Babylon 5. <laughs> <laughs> Just asking. There's, there's more than, there's more than no crossover. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Well, we're 45 minutes in. Do you yeah. have anything else to say about Dune? About Dune. I think it looks oh. beautiful. Okay. Uh, as Dennis Villeneuve ones do, I worry that I'm not, he's... I'm not sure I even saw that. Okay, I'll be honest. <laughs> I worry that he's not renowned for really <laughs> stripping down a story to the no. most relevant. It, this could be thread. a four-hour movie. Yeah, that doesn't. That still only covers a third of the book. That has great scenes between two great actors that mean nothing towards the plot and of the film. Only one of them is awake. <laughs> is that a possibility? <laughs> Only one of them is in the same room as the others. That's certainly a possibility. Um, yeah, I'm really interested to see it, uh, but there is definitely at least Ryan a Gosling doesn't appear to be in this. It one. could be another so, flaming. Disaster. So both actors will be awake when things are happening. <laughs> so five trailers is June your pick? June over no, Spider Man, or is it West Spider-Man. Side Story? It's got to be Spider Man, obviously. Not over West Side Story. Yes, I can't. I'm not going to click because it'll probably break the microphone. <laughs> but just imagine me clicking like It's got to be Spider Man. It's always got to be Spider Man. There's no point. I mean, it's got to be the new Doctor Strange movie. If you take out with, with some kind of guy on the side, take out Spider Man. I've got a much harder time choosing. Except it would definitely be Dune. 
Right, but if you take out June and Spider-Man... Take out June and Spider-Man. Then it's quite an easy decision because it's West Side Story. It, it's West Side Story or Encanto. It's Fine. one of the two. It's not the Adams Family. It's okay, okay. definitely yeah. going to settle on. <laughs> You're giving us a full top five this time. Yeah, absolutely. I expect yeah. this every week now, which is, you know, tough on you because you're going to have to remember all the trailers every week. That, I mean, already not possible without <laughs> notation devices. Well, I'll join you with them. I'm going to see Spider-Man. <laughs> you heard that? No matter what he I says. I mean, he's going to see Doctor Strange. Ah. Should we go on to the main event? Well, we might as well. We might as well. So, without any further ado, it's time for the main event, which this time was... No Time to Die, Bond 20... Ish. <laughs> Another Bond film. Yeah. What did you think? I, I thought it was really good. <laughs> you sound embarrassed to say that. I thought I, I'm amazed that it's really good. Right. I think it. I think it actually hit on every. It, it was not a case of it falling down in any important pillar. I think it was shot. Beautifully. Now that's the thing I was going to. You were saying how beautiful Dune looked. Mm. I think this looked stunning. It. I mean, I think apart from the fact that gorgeous the, sequences in there. Either the either the actual screen we were seeing it on, or the way it shot, was real tight focus on the centre and mm. blurry on the outside. Oh, interesting. Like, didn't uh, not that very right. far off yeah. the centre of frame. And I suspect that's how it's shot because the, a few people are doing that these days. Like, you know, stupid Zack Snyder and his army and the dead and in things. that certain area, maybe. You know, it looks a bit filmy. But I mean, the, it's the lighting on Prague's mm. face, mm. some of the sequences in Norway are just... And, and everywhere I mean, they were. And there weren't many faces that could catch the light the way Craig's <laughs> does. I mean, it's just... Daniel <laughs> Craig, Daniel you mean. Craig. <laughs> The lighting of he the Daniel Craig. He does look Craig. like he's been through five Bond films. Well, when they it? when they go to Vesper Lynn's grave and it says till two thousand and six is when she died. And you're yeah, like, blimey. <laughs> <laughs> Did, yeah, because the whole point of the, at that point is get over it, Bond. And it's like, no, seriously, you knew her for two days, fifteen years ago. Get over it, mate. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. When you think he's has he really been Bond for fifteen years? Yeah, two thousand five was wow. Casino Royale, I believe. Wow! Yeah, yeah, look, uh, so pretty. What and, and, and the, the plot? You're right. He made sense. Yeah, all of it. Like, I mean, the the scenes of like just the establishing shots of Italy and yeah. stuff. Was beautiful. I mean, they go to school. They always go to great locations, but they don't got, always show. They've it. had a great cinematographer here yeah. this time. Really, they've nice. got. They've had great stunts mm -hmm. this time. A yeah. lot more. I thought real stunts. Yeah, there was definitely yeah. some CG work in there, but a lot of real stunts. Yeah, definitely. I still feel sorry for Daniel Craig that his best sequence in any Bond film is the very first thing he does in Casino Royale they've, sure. never, they've never done anything as good as that parkour no matter how hard they try <laughs> and it's such a damning indictment that oh, he then spent like five films oh I thought he killed films. that guy in the toilet <laughs> <laughs> isn't that the first thing he does isn't that how he got his double O I thought the blood. last time they showed blood in a Bond film. Oh, maybe, maybe. I mean, there was some blood in this yeah, one. Yeah, there, there were some stains near where someone had been shot. I didn't see any no, moving. No. There were a couple of drips. There was definitely blood on some. There was some blood on characters, and there was also some rather unpleasant effects of a killer virus. 
in yeah. the film, which yeah. was, you know, interesting in our current climate. You can see why they pushed it back, <laughs> can't you? This is the quantum of solace problem again, where and we upped the price of water by four times, and it's taken from a real world situation yes. where they did it by sixteen times. <laughs> Up to two million people might do die you thought, from this do you virus. Everything worked in the film. I wouldn't say that, but I would say it. Re- I'm like so. If we look at past Bond films, especially the most recent ones, Spectre was a complete mess story wise. It yes. was an, it insulted the viewer's intelligence at times um, with all this nonsense Blofeld stuff. Where that's only there because still, the viewers know it. This suffers from that somewhat. It so has I a think, little hangover. I think from Spe- it. obviously Spectre was ruined by the fact that they suddenly won the rights to Blofeld and Spectre and decided yeah. to shoehorn it in. And because they want to keep the continuing story, they have to follow on the threads from that in this one. Yeah. And I still think that's really harmed the work they were doing in Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace. What, moving to that as a story? Yeah. Yes. It retroactively sort of it messed, ruined it, messed that. it all. And the fact yeah. that they're still sloshing around with Spectre and Blowfell <coughs> stuff. You know, Blowfell's in the trailers, that's not a particular spoiler. All of that stuff still doesn't work for me, and I don't like it. No, but I liked the way that they used it in this, where basically it was that was essentially irrelevant. That was a way of them shutting it off. Like Spectre had no relevance to why the person was doing what they were doing, except as a you know it didn't have it's, to be Spectre. Uh, it didn't have to be, but it is. Because but they tied into it from the because they one. because they they have that. So why just the end just kill them off in the pre-credit sequence? What's the Bond film where they drop Blofeld down a <laughs> chimney stack chimney before the stack. film starts? Yeah. For your eyes only. That yeah. Do that. Screw Get rid of it all in ah. one thing. Well, you don't waste Christoph Waltz if you've got him under contract. Well, you do in this film. I mean, no, geez, you still how, have him on what screen a terrible a Blofeld he is. Ah, oh, I mean... Cheap, low-rent, weird when voice. When was Blofeld rubbish. ever better, though? Donald when Pleasance was, the cat was a goddamn character ever better. The cat though. was amazing. The cat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember whether Blofeld had a cat earlier, and that's why that cat was there in this. Oh, right, maybe. I thought maybe he'd had it, and then he sort I, of rescued I mean, I don't remember much don't of Spectre. Recall. So anyway, yeah, Spectre was just a, a plotting then, disaster where everything they so did made the, no all sense. So all the strands of Spectre are still lying around. All the tentacles of Spectre are still in this, and I hate all of that stuff. Well, they... they I don't like particularly Blofeld. As I say, he's not great. Okay. And then he leads us to possibly the worst Bond villain since... Goodness me, I mean, they're certainly the worst of the Craig series by a long mile. What, what are you is, talking what about? What is Remy Malik doing? What are you talking about? How is he the wor- How is he worse than the Dominic Green <laughs> in Quantum of Solace? Because <laughs> Dominic Green was a flamboyant, interesting character. He wasn't no, he like wasn't a monotone, one-note personality void who's under so much makeup that he can barely act. That was an, <clears throat> an issue. Um, I like that he's so one note. I like that he was straightforward. Oh god, there was just nothing to him. He wasn't some ridiculous, overcomplicated plan. He had an evil thing, and he wanted to evil it. (laughs) And Bond's job was to stop him eviling. The most tangential of, but then again, he has to be connected to Bond and to all the other stuff that's going on. It's like, what is the point of all this? Well, I don't think he's another one of these weird, disfigured. Bond villains who has the, to be the, evil because he's I mean, there but at is... least you know Bond's not the most interesting character generally it's, yeah. it's the Batman thing isn't it you want to have interesting flamboyant but if you play someone completely straight playing against completely straight Bond yeah. what do you get you know this yeah and it's rubbish <laughs> the film's rubbish no no this that, that okay that their, aspect of it their aspect that in their encounters 
the more he comes into it, because, you know, any sort of Bond film, let's face it, they slowly uncover a villain and the villain yes. becomes more prominent as the film goes on. That's, yes. I can't think of another Bond film that doesn't work like that. And well, this one yeah, pretty this much one goes on that. doesn't work like that because he has a sort of spooky mask. <laughs> and I you're mean, like, ooh, I wonder, I wonder what nice. the significance of that is. Nothing. Well, spoilers. <laughs> Nothing. Is it even ever mentioned why he was wearing a scary mask? So. To ever? look scary? To hide his face? Which I, is... I, I mean, there's still a problem in Bond films with them going, look, this person is physically disfigured, therefore they are e they mm. are either and they do inherently Bond, evil. Three times? Yeah, three or, characters or, 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 have this yeah. issue. Or evil because of the disfigurement. Yes. And you're like, that's not cool, guys. That's not. But if you're going to have a dis... Uh, it's just... Make give us something to cling on to in a personality. I mean, Mads Mikkelsen didn't have much, but he was just so yeah. charismatic and spectacular yeah. and cool and suave and had a character. Dominic Green was a lunatic but entertaining and just you know those flights of rage from a tiny guy was me. really interesting. Javier me. Bardem had you know magnetism, had interest. Yes, Javier. Well, yeah, Javier Bardem was a lot but better. This guy, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, I, and we know he can play charismatic, yes. interesting characters. Yeah, you know, we've true. seen that, but. To be fair, he's not as bad as Blofeld, so maybe I should say he's better than Spectre. But <laughs> always, for me, he was such a massive letdown that that really hampered the final third of the film. But was it him or was it what he was given? Because oh, there was no chance for him to do anything more with it than he did. That's true, that's true. Um, unless, well, unless he was said, you know, I don't know how much freedom you get to be a flamboyant, <laughs> to no, create your flamboyant Make it more boring. <laughs> <laughs> Same as before, just tone it down a bit. I... I I, I thought that element was very, very poor. It was weak, but if it had been if it had been more complicated, would it have been too many elements in the stew? Because we're already <laughs> dealing with new relationships, you know, new characters, mm. lots of new characters, really. For, for what a, I really liked is the first third of it when you've got so many competing interests smashing around. Yeah, that was very. So you've interesting. got. Um, Bond exciting. on a mission. Yeah, you've got the new 007 who yeah. I think's in the trailers. So again, we don't. That's not, not, a, not a spoiler. Yeah. you have other elements, both good and bad, all mixing and self-combusting. I think that's really an interesting element. You've got yes. Felix Leiter popping up. Yeah, which I, I mean, mean, you know, Jeffrey Wright. My God, is the man not wonderful at everything he would, does? Would love him to be in more Bond films and in more of them. Really, I'm not going to deny. I thought he died in at least one of the previous <laughs> Trocay films. I think I always confuse him with the Italian cop friend from Casino Royale, who doesn't make it through all the Bond films. Ah, oh. but for some yeah, reason, I yeah, keep yeah. thinking Jeffrey Wright dies in no, one of them. No, pretty yeah. Well, he, yeah. But now he pops up in this one. No, he's back to doing his best. Love Jeffrey, right? It's Although it's a little everything. strange that Bond treats him like a brother when yeah. again they've had what upwards of ten couple minutes. Of, yeah, a couple of minutes. <laughs> uh, the assumption is that I think over the time they. But that's kind of the problem: is every single Bond film that Daniel Craig's been in, they've had, you know, pointed discussions about how he's a retired. So yes. hasn't been working, and to be a dinosaur who's no longer required, which they've been doing since Pierce Brosnan. Frankly, <laughs> every film is like, ah, oh, yeah. It was wasn't it Skyfall users. when he's too old and has to pass a physical yeah. to take yeah. part in the mission or something? And it's didn't. crazy. Yeah. Um, but the new 007, Lashana Lynch, Lashana Lynch, she's yeah. brilliant. I think she's the best element they've added to it in a long, long time. Yeah, good fun. Um, still, still had to 
pull. I mean, it's a Bond film, so she's going to have to kind of give him centre stage. But there literally came a point where it's like, oh, she's really competent and very good at her job. And again, like you said, in that first third, where it's like, whoa, there's lots of interesting elements interacting yes. here yeah. and I don't know what's coming next kind of way but then none of them are throwaway and they're all kind Such of fun. great wild card and but then yeah, she yeah. comes but then she falls back into the story but, several times that I really like and then she eventually becomes but, just sidekick that gets you know parceled off on on babysitting basically that was quite bad but then that's in that whole final third that I thought really was kind of weak but had because you be... had the, you had the terrible baddie you had the contrived but they area. were they were at that point. You had some good shootouts, but yeah. they were just run, they were just spinning the wheels to get to the ending. To, they? they they had got a point they wanted to get to. Yeah, and there it became clear they were putting things in place to reach that point. And you know that's like that's not disastrous. It could be better. They could have done a better story, but I don't think they screwed the pooch on it. Like fucking it's Spectre. No, well, that is the Jesus. other side of it. It's no Spectre. Yeah. And, um, and maybe you know, with a bit of distance, I'll come out of it more positive. I think yeah. possibly on rewatch, I um, I might come round to it the way I come round to Quantum of Solace. Because yeah. when I first saw that, I thought it was terrible, and Which now it is. I'm quite yeah. a fan. I quite like Quantum of Solace. I mean, and so, I, whereas I I think that was better than this. No, and that's fine, you know. But that's and, but I may like come round to this. But yeah, certainly, yeah, yeah. it's significantly better than Spectre. That's the yeah, right definitely. way to look at it. Uh, Performance-wise, I mean, well, do you want to talk about the director first of all? Because is he is he Kerry Fukunaga? Is he um, uh, Fukunaga? Sorry, is he the, uh, the guy who horror made, director? He, he was a writer on it. I thought he was the director of it as well, but maybe not. Beasts of No Nation, True Detective, made a series of that. Ah, uh, yeah. Because um, uh, I thought he did a great was. job. Yes, I yeah. It was As I really say, it was invent. It was good. How much of it is director? How much of it is cinematographer? Either way. Yeah, but it looked fantastic. Who, who, the action sequences are really solid. Is it the last two or three <clears throat> that have been? Um, is it Spectre and Skyfall and Sam Mendes? S- yeah, Sam. Mendes no, he made do, Skyfall and Spectre. He did do last two. Yeah, and I think you know there were definitely bits of that where we felt at least it was clear. Either he'd handed over to second unit, or he had his strengths, and some of the Bond main, you know, like the main parts of Bond were not his strengths. Yes, yeah. And Carrie Fukunaga, but then here, he was kind of, I think, knocked it out of the park. There was also an element of the last one, Quantum of Solace, is so shaky, Camborn, yeah, that they had to step away from it in Skyfall, yeah. And this, I think, finds about the right level, yeah. Because there are yeah. a couple of shaky cam hand to hand fights. There are, but and, it, and it it's only in gets the, a bit much. But it's only in a couple of hand to hand fights. It's not in the gunfights. Yes, it's yeah. not in the, it's not in the car chase. Is, it, which seemed, are shot just gorgeously from helicopters looking and you could tell which what is was incredibly going on, brave which is all we want you we know, just want to be able to know what it's we're so seeing. rare to shoot a car chase from a distance yeah to see because you can tell how fast the cars are going or not <laughs> yeah 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 the car chase <laughs> but they found such a spectacular hour. location to do it yeah and i mm. I'm just i thought it was really well directed mm. and, and yeah, like, no, again no. no misses there Daniel Craig, I thought, was really good. I liked this. you got uh, that harsh edge of Bond mm. back, you know, um, and you know, so, and they they cracked open another side of his character that they've certainly never done before. That Indeed. was different. Well, maybe not since uh, you know, Her Majesty's Secret Service <laughs> kind of levels. True, I think it went further than that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's weird because he's been a really great Bond, but he hasn't had a lot of the great films. No. That's the problem. His first one, I still think Casino Royale is above and beyond the best one. Yeah, by a it long is way. Still his best. I and would the others, put this second. 
it's, uh, two-thirds of Skyfall might might come close. Yeah, but it falls off a cliff but so badly. But then so, so does wrong. this one for me, you see. That's the thing. I think Maybe this doesn't kept the wheels as, off. I guess we don't get... Um, who is it turns up in the as a gamekeeper in Skyfall <laughs> yeah. Farm? Is it Brian Cox? I can't no, remember. no, it's um, oh god, I can't remember the actor's name, but yeah, yeah. We don't Reverend. get anything like the the Sean Connery role that Connery turned down. Should mm. we call it that? Yeah. At least we don't get anything quite as bad as that. But hey, it might have made Remy Malik's character more interesting if he had a Scottish gamekeeper who had a shotgun. Something. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, so Leia Sedu, um, I thought was good in it. More to do than most. From yeah, a Bond girl point yeah. of view, and 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 you know, competently okay, handled. I felt still very much damsel in distress. Well, given there were times a, given where a couple, she could hold given her own. a couple of twists, I suppose, to build it, but more than know. nothing. Yeah. Yes, yeah, better than better episode. than you know anyone in Quantum of Solace got. <laughs> That's probably true. Uh, Lashana Lynch, we've spoken about. Uh, Ray finds his M. I did feel towards the end um, there was a there was a the the modern tendency for going. Well, we've got these big names in. Let's we better show what everyone thinks of what's going on all the time. There was and yes. Like, there's a bit do of we that. really have to be simulcasting this whole mission to people sat in a room in London <laughs> watching it and seeing what Rory <laughs> Kinnear through, thinks through of magic what's going technology on? Yeah. of tracking people throughout where they go? Yeah, yeah there was, exactly. There was a bit of that, but then it builds. It allows someone to stand back and basically explain to the audience the stakes. But they could do that on on um, you know in vo- voiceover through earpieces, Maybe. which we know because they did that half the time because <laughs> uh, they still needed. But then you don't get to see Ray Fiennes look concerned. You don't, which you're paying him do. a lot of money exactly, to do but so. That's a, that's a decision made from and, how and much he's fair, costing you. He not can do it. I'm not entirely sure Roy Kinnear can. <laughs> Roy, Roy, Roy Kinnear always gurns. Yeah, but Ray Fiennes acts. I mean, it, it is weird how you know it, again <laughs> you say. Bond hasn't so been that in it, but Rory Kinnear's like had a couple of conversations with Bond, and they're treated like best mates. Well, no, what I found really hilarious is Roy Kinnear kind of walks <laughs> up in a shot, kind of, "Oh, you're back, Bond." Yeah, and Bond literally speaks the line Tanner, yeah. as though he's gone, "Oh, what's his name?" Tanner, thing. Tanner. My man. <laughs> Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, really, what's his name again? I really feel like they could push that a lot further. With like, like, I have no is, idea who you are. This is why we went to numbers because he doesn't remember <laughs> people's names. <laughs> ben Wishaw as Q. Nice to get a bit of backstory. It's not a bit more necessarily to do. makes up for still some not my of the, favorite. It's still no a bit of a wishy washy. Yeah, but makes up pointless. for some of the awful decisions in things like. I still Sky think Naomi, Naomi Harris is completely wasted as money. Uh, that is it's a real a tragedy shame, of these because she, at one time especially, it really looked as though they were going to do basically what they did with Lashana Lynch. Yeah, totally. I mean, they could have put her, her in that role. Would have been great because she is kind of wasted in this because she's a really good actress. Mm. It's really, you know, it's good to see her. Uh, Billy Magnuson, I don't know him. He's fine, I guess. As Logan Ash. CIA, CIA agent. A good looking CIA, CIA agent. agent. Yeah, Imagine who smiles, that. Who <laughs> smiles too much. And fine. He did what he had to do. Yes. Can't fine. say much more than that. Christoph Foltz, you hated. I thought Pretty much. was always. You can never not watch Christoph Foltz. Well. So. <laughs> Surely you learnt your lesson from Spectre. Yeah, uh, yeah but that's true, actually. Spectre. Christoph Waltz I mean, Spectre. Just the whole concept. Was the... Awful. In this, he was watchable because he just gets to sit there and 
chew the scenery. In driving his little cart <laughs> through Belmarsh. So I mean, that was so he's, farcical. He's hand handcuffed to a, a, a bar, but it makes it look like he's got a little steering wheel. <laughs> Which ruined, like, ruined. Was that supposed to be serious? I mean, the character was supposed to be utterly terrified of this man locked, (laughs) tiny little man locked away in prison. (laughs) You just get flashbacks to the, um, the the Austin Powers when he's stuck sideways in the little car. (laughs) Yeah, like if he didn't quite make the turn. (laughs) Oh, that was pathetic. I mean, that just set me up, and then when he give you know that weird kind of off kilter dialogue that's supposed to be kooky, scary villain, and just sums the croppers comes across as camping it up royally in a film which is not not yeah know, not that which a yeah, bond is doing yeah. its best to avoid most of the time it's, it's just true. it's just such a weird decision to have oh and we've got blowfell we must have it in the film and nobody else was doing that either no nobody else does <laughs> no. and and of course they've continued this bizarre storyline of them being pseudo brothers yeah I'm which really only gets thought, mentioned every now and then because they had the opportunity to basically drop that for mm. plot you know as far as the plot cared but they did kind of come back to it a couple of oh, times. Oh yeah, no, no, they made sure you have to remember Spectre. We yeah. we sat through it, so you have De- to definitely remember that they were sort of brothers, but not really. And you're like, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to because that was dumb. <laughs> but you know, yeah, never weird mind. how they weren't mentioned in the family home they went back to in Skyfall. You know? Yeah, that's true. It's just so it's just uh, how badly jammed in it was. Anyway, yeah, anyway. yeah, forget. Let's try and forget Spectre. Shall so. We? Anna de Armas, I don't know what that character was doing, but she was great fun. She, well, she was one of these classic, like, you know, Bond girls put in for one sequence. Yeah. Who are in, like, all the trailers, who do all the press, and then yeah. you find out in the film they have 15 they, minutes they're, tops. They're in one scene, yeah. And I mean, good fun. Hilarious, brilliant, yeah. great fun, yeah. Good fun, but yeah. Previously in Knives Out, so presumably got the oh, job. Oh, yeah. Worked with Daniel Craig in that. <laughs> oh, got the complete, job through that, is that what you're saying? A completely different role. Yes, Definitely. Um, and we had a comedy Russian scientist he was throughout, quite funny, I David Denick, is that it? Yeah, so. he was quite funny, I thought. Yeah, yeah, um, I think he got about as far as he could with the cliched Russian scientist without Alan Cummings it up. <laughs> that... Fair, that's fair. <laughs> he didn't yeah. cross the Cummings line, did he? What I liked was we had possibly the least effective... And yet, I mean, he must either have a great agent or great references um, uh, henchman in any Bond film. Because <laughs> he worked for about four different masters in this Bond film and failed every single task he was given, yet still kept cropping up with a new job. So, I mean, you know, good good, good for them. Can't, like, get, maybe can't he's got get the family. goons these days. Yeah, maybe he's got a family to feed. Because uh, he was terrible well, I mean, at any, his job. Anyone who survives an encounter with Bond immediately probably <laughs> should get true. it. As long we'll as they get, weren't cowering in the back. We'll find out he was, you know, his secret step cousin or something. <laughs> I didn't want to have to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Kept letting you live. Um, which is another one of these sad. Did um, you manage to survive the Bond one liners? They weren't bad, were they? I didn't really notice many. There was only a couple, and they weren't terrible. They, hit, they were, didn't they? Tonally, I presume, completely out of kilter. But I they presume always they are. were the um, punch ups by Phoebe Waller Bridges who came on ah, to do maybe. a late rewrite. <laughs> Just, I thought just there was come some, on to write the Bond line. There were some very good ones. Yeah? Yeah, sure, they're cheesy as hell, but they were particularly, you know, actually laugh out loud, two the, or three of them. I mean, you know, we don't know who we attribute that to in terms no. of the writers. But, but it's just, um, I don't remember Craig dropping one like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there have been some in Skyfall or, yeah. you know, Casino Royale, but they don't they don't stick the way... No, they were, they were really noticeably good. a little... 
I mean, supposedly she was brought in to polish the script, but I don't know if it was her or not, but no. it seems like it a script that like has been polished yes. a bit, yeah, in the way that, it, you know, somebody couldn't come in and go, right, let's sort out this ending and this reference and that. They'd go, no, 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 you're here to do a pass on this. It yeah. felt like somebody who... We've already it, filmed those bits. We can do cutaway shots yeah, to exactly. one-liners, but that's about your lot. <laughs> yeah, so more, more more polished than rushed, which is fair. Um, the, the substance of it, you know, as we touched on at the start, uh, feels a bit awkward. You have yeah. to ignore the world we've lived in for 18 months to... <laughs> You know, to it wasn't the most escapist topic no, of a body very film. True, let's put it very that true. Way, but then that's without an, spoiling it. But then I mean, it's a mad, you know that's an entire coincidence. Given yeah, I know. I feel films, bad for them. Yeah. And given the economics of these things, they can't put they it can't off. Shelve it. No, they can't no. refilm a few sequences. No, swap it around. <clears> it yeah. wouldn't be easy to replace the central threat with something different. No, no, really not. Because they can <clears> build a lot of it around that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, and so, any other characters of note you want to mention? I don't think any so. Actors? Don't think so. Stands out. We got we got solid what, A minute or two of um, Hugh Dennis, <laughs> the crazy scientist at the start. And sure. I can't. Do you want to pronounce the other, the actress's name? Priyanka Burford. I don't who's, remember. Who's the her. Other, she was the other scientist with Hugh Dennis. Oh right. Okay. okay so well, we're really reaching stuff. the cameos now. <laughs> Great. I, I mean, there's always some random stuff. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, it should be very familiar, I think, to British TV audiences. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but no, I think we've covered the main cast. As I say, I think I, re- I really loved what they did with um, the Naomi character. You say mm-hmm. it's almost disappointing it wasn't Money Penny. Yeah. I wonder if they'd lit- you know had that idea at one point and shelved it. It seemed um, like that would have been you know the way to go in, in mm, particularly form, given the it? time gap. Yeah. From, you know this films you have a you, you have like a five year jump in the film. Yeah, in the film yeah. early on, so you could easily have said, well, in those five years, Money Penny went back out into the field or something. Yeah, it's true. Um, but, but they decided to give it to a, a new character, a younger up and comer. But it did um, feel like a different. But you could see her being a 007 agent. Yeah, and they'd be very brave if they made a Bond film oh, with her as the lead. There's no way they're going to do it. There's <laughs> no way. But um, you know, in the world of spin-offs and and being owned by Amazon, she's quite yes, young. We need some sponsorship here. <laughs> she's quite young. So you thoroughly enjoyed it. I really did. Yeah, I mean, I think. As uh, I don't know how we say it without too many spoilers, but a lot is made in the trailers of some explosive secret that's going to come out and everything will topple down as a result. And uh, is that an explosive still... secret that Spectre is rubbish? <laughs> Blofeld is a bad idea. I think we're still curious as to exactly what that secret. <laughs> there are still was. some plot ups and downs because <laughs> we've watched the film and yeah. couldn't put. Our I, mean, I was on. maybe there are certainly elements of I think are very weak. There yeah. are elements of it that I think is the weakest we've seen Bond in a long time, but there are also elements of it that is the best one has been in a long time. Yeah. So I think it's a pretty solid film overall. It'll do gangbusters, and I'm glad it does. As the end... It of... definitely... It's nice to get that they've told a story yeah. in Bond yeah. over a series of films and come to a conclusion. I'm also kind of glad that has that. come to a conclusion, yeah. because the worst would be to have Daniel Craig leaving and say, oh, and then next time... <laughs> Guess who's still alive? My uh, step yeah, twin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> half nephew. I hope when they reboot again, they really go back to the drawing board in terms of either deciding a long-term story at the start of a five-film yeah, arc yeah. instead or, of inventing it or pivoting halfway through, yeah. or go back to standalone films. And yeah. I don't think they'll do the latter because that's not the way the movie industry is going. 
Yeah. <laughs> cinematic universe. The Bond I think we need a cinematic universe, universe to build. Coming with. to Amazon Prime near you. And so. I'd be interested to see whether they try and continue. Because they may try and continue this story on with a different actor. You know, yeah, there are ways you yeah, can do that. That's true. And there are obviously hints in this film of the previous lineage, quite yeah. nicely done. And I do like the fact that in the last Daniel Craig Bond film, they found a way for him to walk down a circular tunnel. And turn and shoot naturally in the ah, film. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> that was, that was uh, They literally must have built that entire set to me. <laughs> in order to film that one shot. But I thought uh, that was very nice. Just because it feels like somebody <clears throat> somewhere said, "So that thing he does at the start, he's never, he's never actually done." <laughs> Couldn't he do that? Yeah. I suppose yeah, he could. Well, I guess. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Um, yeah. So. I mean, com- night and day compared to Spectre. That is very true. You, you, I would night definitely... and day compared to Casino Royale. No, I'd still say Casino Royale is better. I think it's, it's so much. I just think it's so film. much better. Um, but you know, given what we've had in the last couple, the, the last third <laughs> of Skyfall show... and all of Spectre, <laughs> and don't show us a great character like Vesper Lind. Yeah, you know, don't remind her that there was a fantastic character you had there. But anyway, but you're right. But so much better than Spectre. I think better than Skyfall. Yeah. I may roll back on its Quantum of Solace is better, but I do quite like Quantum of Solace. Definitely up there in the better. But it's just not. It's not Daniel Christina Craig Royale. films. But it's a nice, not... but a nice send off. No. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So are you going to apply for the Bond role next? Ah, uh, you know. I mean, I know it's you know white. It's time for somebody other than a white male. I'm, I'm too young. Six six and perfectly built physique. To... Yes. Yes. Play the role. Tall men have had this for so long. I mean, and you're not really Walter. blonde. You're not really blonde enough I'm for not. Bond now that he's gone blonde. But, but. You know, the Walter PPK is is a, is a gun for smaller hands. Right, no point. A six foot three man. You're more of what a, an M16 an M16. No, I'm saying that would fit me more than it would <laughs> Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, Excellent. So, so before this discussion descends into firearm talk, <laughs> is there anything else you want to cover? No, I I, I would heartily recommend it. It is long. Didn't feel like it dragged too badly. Didn't see massive bits that I would want to cut out. There is stuff you could cut out yeah. if you wanted to chop. I think it'll out of feel it. longer on second viewing. Yeah, because the stuff that doesn't really go anywhere, and because for me that final third I think will really start to drag. Whereas here it was, oh, they might be doing something. In- no, they're not doing something interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind the ending at all. Really, I thought it. I thought it stripped everything back to the essentials of the character and focused on. Focused on what they wanted to focus on. I think, I think they they stuck the landing of what they wanted to do. I definitely could see you arguing that they should have wanted to do something slightly different. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, to know what's a perfectly so, ambiguous statement to finish. Well, on. You know, gotta leave people wondering. <laughs> um, so, a recommendation? Yes, I yeah, think I so. Would definitely. It's definitely. no spectre. <laughs> in the best way possible <laughs> it's no spectre alright well with that uh, we wait to see where the Bond franchise goes next and uh, how much product placement there is for Amazon Prime uh, in the next one um, considering who owns MGM now we will have to see but we will go and see some other film who knows what in the near it's future it's probably going to be Spider-Man I hope so rather than the Adams Family <laughs> or West Side Story maybe who knows and then we'll come here and we'll talk about it or we'll go Can't to your house wait. and talk about it 